Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. And you can find us across social media at Everyman Sports. With me this week during the football season, as per usual, is my dad. How you doing, Dad? I'm doing grand. Great, great, great. Well, let's talk about the week that was in the NFL Week 3. It started off with... The long-suffering Browns finally winning a game 21-17 to at home against the New York Jets on Thursday night in a game which I had said the Browns were, I had a feeling the Browns were going to win. Just something said it to me. They had gone tie, loss. It made sense. They were in prime time. It was all set up, and it was, of course, set up for the coming-out party of Baker Mayfield taking over. No, it wasn't set up, really. I mean, that was an injury, wasn't it? Yeah, I know, but to have, but to see that happen, I mean, not to, yeah. not to put it on par with Chamber or not. Um, uh, not was it Willis Reed? Who's the one? Yeah, the Willis Reed and Kirk Gibson and all those like coming in and. Uh, but you know it was still pretty big. I mean, this is a place that, this is a ta- you know a, a franchise that it got excited. They won a game. Well, once again, they had to be forced to do the right thing. Yeah, they couldn't come up on it on their own. Right, but even after. Yeah, the... but so let's talk about that pick. I mean, how good is this guy? I mean, Mayfield. He came in, juices flowing. He was pumped. He got everybody excited. I mean, Tyrod Taylor did nothing, absolutely nothing. You, you and, could tell the guys wanted to play for him, right? And that's also a credit to the Jets' defense. Look, Mayfield came in. He was full of all of it, vinegar, all that stuff. He came in, and he was like that. Was an energy they just were not prepared for. They were ready right. for methodical. They were ready for let's run. Tyrod might move around a little bit, Mayfielding, and just like you said, absolutely, uh, Jarvis Landry was pumped for him to be in there. Yeah, know. the lineman, the whole team. So that that that's leadership right there. Well, and now he gets a chance to pretty much. But what about the tight spiral he throws? And they're like the 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 straight. It's a, it's it's a straight ball. It looks like it's easy to catch. Yeah. The, yeah. There's not a lot of arc in it, or. Yeah. No, but well. It worked. It worked that time. We'll see how it does. What about that hurry up style offense that he runs? That also helped too. That helped. That 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 really is going to wear on defenses. I mean, you can't get lined up to communicate. It's not like no. you're shifting formations around. I mean, they, and then you got to count for him running. Yeah. I mean, it's up up tempo, and he can it's move. Going to pay huge huge dividend. He can move. He can throw. He's he throws out hard spiral. He throws it. Straight. But he has what you can't coach. Accuracy. Yeah, that's true. He 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 did very well with that. But even after the game, Hugh Jackson's like, "Well, we'll look at the tape. I don't know if he's got the starting job." Please don't listen to anything that guy says. (laughs) But this is a guy who's like, I don't think Baker's ready. Two assistants that are former head coaches. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not long for this party. Mm, I don't think so. Well, they got to bask in one win. Of course, then the memes came out of like you know commemorative shirt NFL game winner. And, you know, right. commemorative CD game winner. Uh, well, you, you remember the first one. It's true. Elsewhere around the league, another candidate for game of the year, 43-37, to 
Saints over the Falcons in Atlanta in overtime. Drew Brees and Matt Ryan had a uh, uh, a Steve Young, Jim Kelly type showdown. Right. And, I mean, uh, and even um, Brees was responsible for two touchdowns with his legs. So, but this is what the NFL's been yearning for: get both sides over thirty points. Yeah, I think we got it. Which, which really is um, arena football. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they're not going to be happy till they do that. And between the penalties and not being able to really cover people over in the middle of the field, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, if everybody's deemed, uh, what are they, defenseless? Yeah. Then then take off the helmet and the pads. That's true. Yeah. Um, What do you make of all that? I mean,. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll get I'll get to all the all the rough most roughing penalty most roughing the passer penalties in a week in a week in a season up to this point since like the nineties. So we'll we'll get in that in a second. But one thing I noticed with this weekend, aside from the roughing the passer um, garbage that's going on, is this was a bit of an upset week. I think there were a lot of trap games in here that a lot of teams were looking forward. Namely, specifically, the Bills going to Minnesota. I mean, everybody had the Bills dead to rights. 27-6 to over the Vikings. Vikings had no shot in this game, which was un- uh, incredible. When we talk about Baker Mayfield, Josh, you know, Josh Allen coming in. He's jumping over defenders. He's making all these moves. <laughs> the Vikings at home, like they had no— and the, you, I think they were clearly looking ahead to the Thursday game against the Rams, which we'll get to. But, yeah, they, they, got, they got bit hard. The same thing with Green Bay, although Green Bay still, you know, they're not working out 100%, specifically Rodgers with his legs, but 31-17 to 17, uh, Washington over the Packers um, in front of like a measly crowd. So Washington's crowd. better than people expected. Well, maybe. Uh, there's a possibility. Look, Alex Smith is not a bad quarterback, you know. Right. Um, and Adrian Peterson, you know, here we go again. Adrian Peterson, is he done? All this stuff. Um, Titans hold off uh, Jacksonville nine to six. I thought Mariota would be, you know, beat up, kind of like how Brady was, or at least flustered. But yeah, plus the new system, a lot. You know, I figured they weren't going to get on track. But what's interesting, because I looked this week too, this is four weeks in a row that they've been the underdog. They have yet to be favored, and they're two and one. Uh, you're talking about the tight the Titans. Titans. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they've been the underdog four weeks in a row. I mean, they were a playoff team. We shouldn't be surprised, but at the same time, just there's uh, when we look at when we looked at that South Division, I thought the Texans would be better. I thought the uh, I thought Titans well, they, would take it. Uh, that ACL didn't come around. No. So you know, they they I think it's offense is the problem there. In Houston. Yeah. Uh, I think you might be right. I mean, Will Fuller and um, oh, who's the other receiver down there? De- DeAndre Hopkins. They just seem so either they're underperforming or they're over overhyped. I don't know which it is, but but then again, last year it took Watson three weeks to really get to get going. But I, I think this injury is, is, is lingering. Well, of course it's lingering. Uh, speaking of uh, injuries. But coming back from them, Wentz comes in and uh, starts this week for the Eagles, twenty to sixteen over the Colts. Um, and injuries, Colts, I mean, Colts defense a lot better than than we thought coming in. They are, they are. But I mean, that was just a sl- it was a wet, it was rainy, it was a sloppy game. Yeah. Uh, Carolina looks strong, thirty-one to twenty-one over the Bengals. Um, the Ravens twenty-seven over to fourteen over the Broncos. 
Um, the Rams beat up the Chargers, but I think we figured that was going to happen, 35-23. The Chargers, they can't start a single year uh, straight. No, no, they're, they're just they're a bad start. And then when they're 9-7 and seven at the end of the season, if they had just won one of these games, they may, would have made the playoffs. Um, also, another so now all, what is it, all, for, not all first round, but all like top five quarterbacks taken in the draft are now in the league. Uh, Josh Rosen takes over for Sam Bradford, who has another three-interception game. <laughs> and they still only lost by two to Chicago. But um, Right. That, that was the surprise. Yeah. Yeah, for real. And uh, oh, the two, And then I got to tell you, it ended the football this week. Uh, week three of the NFL ended pretty nicely. Well, first of all, you had the Lions winning 26-10 to 10 over the Patriots. I mean, he was... Uh, Matt Patricia, I think, he did his homework. He paid attention during all those uh, practices, and he knew exactly how to stop Brady. But also, I mean, this is kind of why they got Gordon. He didn't play, of course, but there's nobody for Brady to throw to. Even when they were like, we're going to double Gronkowski, throw it to somebody else. We dare you. He still couldn't do it. And the Lions have their first 100-yard rusher since Thanksgiving of, I don't know. That's the big news right there. Right. And even then, it just happened like, oh, he, you know, it just happened like near the end of the game. Because they were they were giving it to, like, Blount and then Johnson right, and yeah. then also, I think, Abdul, one of those. Yeah, they turned the corner. Yeah. So we'll see. And uh, what does that say? It says much about how the uh, Patriots are shallow what they want to work. I think defensively, yes. They are to- the defense is totally working. And they don't have people to throw to. I mean, they miss Edelman. They miss Amendola. Right. You know, it was probably you a mistake. Know, all those good slot guys. Cooks. Remember, they, they traded away Brandon Cooks. Right. Which was kind of like, that was kind of surprising that they did that. But And now they're kind of like Cor- Cordell well, Patterson. It's, it's like Dawson's it's like taking all the ornaments off the tree. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Like, like yeah, so what do you think? Him, Brady, and Gronk retire in the same year? Uh, probably. Well, you know, the reports get... Kraft with a bunch of draft picks and nobody to pick them? Well, I mean, yeah. the reports, <laughs> well, and the reports said that Gronkowski was almost traded to Lions, but he did, he was going to retire because he only wants to play with Brady. I think here's how it goes. It's going to go, it's going to go Belichick. Gronkowski then Brady. I'm telling you, Brady wants to play for. He, he does want to play forever, but he and he's. I'm telling you, same thing that happened last season. If you believe what the story is doing, I really do. That he went to Kraft and said, "Please don't." You know, he was begging him. Please remember all the good times we had. You know. Well, what if they go six and ten? You then, think he's want to stay through a couple more years of that? Who, Brady or Belichick? Yeah, Brady. Brady, well, he, he's absolutely going to want to stay because he he's treated like, well, he's a legend up there. He's treated like royalty. But, but that's, yeah, but that'll happen when he retires, too. He's not going to have to buy lunch. No, but he doesn't want to. He's stubborn. He is yeah, very well, stubborn. I think, I think when you're used to winning, that's easy to say. Well, but, I'm, uh, you know, hey, we, we saw a guy walk away at halftime. He's tired of losing. That's true. I, I'm, I think Belichick will show that he will prove to Brady that he is the one in charge. He, you know, again... Uh, he, I think he already knows that. Right, but I mean, this is, you know, Belichick is a guy who's cut yeah. so many players from the past. And he, well, this party has to end eventually, come on. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I'd love to say that this is the end. 
I, I really was hoping a couple of years ago when they got demolished that Monday night against the Chiefs that that was the end. But, you know, they've been to three Super Bowls since then, and I, I, I just can't get it out of my head, and it's, it's torturing me. So now, it, believe me, when that day comes, when they're gone, it's all going to be in the past. <laughs> it's all going to be in the Okay, good for you. Yeah, that, that used to happen. Bye. Bye. And then, of course, uh, Tampa Bay almost pulls off one of the great comes back, comebacks in regular season history. But they come oh, up right. short 30-27 to 27 against the Steelers. Uh, Steelers barely scored in the f- second half. I mean, Tampa Bay rallied real big. Um, Fitzpatrick right. looked like his old Fitzpatrick self. Fitz tragic. Where he, where he eventually gives it up. Right. Fitz magic turned to Fitz. Fitz magic turned to Fitz. Fitz tragic. And then it reverted <laughs> back. Um, yeah, 27 to 30. I mean, it, it's Fitzpatrick's job. Winston's going to be the backup. I mean, that's clear. What? I, what, what in that game did he do to lose the well, starting the most job? The amazing thing about him, not, not that long ball accuracy, is how he stands in that pocket totally confident that it's going to be blocked for him. He doesn't look around. He doesn't get nervous with his feet. No. Right? No. He's 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 almost um, you know, brave to the point of foolish. Well, how many of his passes But it's it's real confidence. How many of, but how many how many times in that game did you see cuz I saw it a lot. He's what? when he releases the ball, he's he's the beginning of the hit is happening to him. Like as the yeah. ball is leaving his hand, he's, he's to what's around him. Right, you know, but, as far as pressure. But I mean, on the one hand, that helps him. On the other hand, it hinders him because he feels the pressure. He overthrows it, and that's where the interceptions happen. But the big story in that game, and the other theme of the week, was the roughing the passer calls. Uh, yeah. Clay Matthews get called gets called again, and in right. the, in the Tampa Bay game, J- Jason Pierre-Paul just slaps. Roethlisberger on the head while he's trying to swap the ball. But you know why? So do you think he's been um, being singled out? Who? Matthews? The, yeah, Matthews. I yeah. don't think. No, I don't think he's being singled out. But I think. But he, in the past, a couple of years, he's had some shady hooks. Yeah, but I so mean, it's you know he's like a poster child. Plus, he's a speed rusher. Yeah, and so, they want to, I think. Yeah, I think you send message to those type guys. Well, look, the way that it, the rule is written and it's being enforced, the problem is, you know the. The good and the bad is it is that it is being enforced accurately, but the problem is is that the rule was written without you know with, Look, with can no you logic. How many more points? And I'm saying this for years. The NFL wants to get past 18, 21 points. You know, scored each game. Right. You know, each each team. Yeah. So I mean, how how well will this be? If you don't let people really uh, converge on the receivers uh, over the middle. Right. Yeah. And you don't allow real, you know, strong pressure on a quarterback. It's going to result in a lot of points. No, I agree. But and, you know, people playing fantasy is more than doing anything. No, absolutely. You are absolutely correct. And now the NFL is pretty much all in with DraftKings and all these guys. But they want to go to finesse. They want it to be a finesse game. They 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 want to you know pretend it's not violent. I just can't believe that JPP slapping Roethlisberger on the helmet and and hey. Ben, he he put on a bit of a performance. He flopped a little bit, but smart, I mean, smart. no, right? But it's no, just, he's, he's had he's had his concussion. No, he no. Look, he absolutely has. But that is a roughing the passer call. Yeah. Uh, it, it's that part I find the most ridiculous. Well, and the then, guy that lights fireworks off in his hand, of course, isn't going to think slapping somebody upside the head is anything either. Right? He's probably saying it's only three fingers. It's not going to hurt you. <laughs> pop pop. 
So let's look at this upcoming week, week four in the NFL. Who are your best yeah. bets this week? Best bets. Well, I'm, I'm feeling confident, so I don't know how this is going to turn out. <laughs> but but I'm loving the Dolphins. The Dolphins. I mean, here's, wait, they're 3-0, and yep. right? I mean, is that not the surprise team of all in football? Uh, I, I guess. I mean, look. Hey, I didn't have them 3-0. and no. No, I didn't. Nobody well, had. No. How do you get better when you lose Jarvis, Sue, all these guys? It happens. It happens. The one thing the I Giants lost Tiki Barber and they got better. The one thing I will say. It's happened. Uh, the one thing I will say to them though is it hasn't been uh, uh, a a, well, tr- a well, challenging schedule. I'll take this seven. So right. So maybe, uh, maybe the magic is off up there. Right. Well, New okay, England. You know, they're, if you're going to get better, uh, better deal going against. New England's three is uh, given seven and a half at home. Miami coming yeah. in. I mean, this is this is going to be the real test, not only for the Dolphins but the Patriots. How they respond um, after all of this talk, after all of this, you know, because Belichick is not happy, not happy at all. And as much as I hate the guy, I you know I, I begrudgingly right. say he's good and he he knows how to motivate teams. And all I'll say is the Dolphins have not played what you would call a challenging schedule. You know the Jets, the yeah. Raiders, and to be well, fair, but is New England diminished? Are they what they were last year or lesser? I think they're lesser. And and then is Miami, you know, better than they were last year? I mean, is that a pretty good coach? Uh, right. There's just something a little off, and but this is the game that's going to prove right. it. This is the game that's going to prove it either way. If if the Dolphins win it, no matter how they win it, close, blowout, if right. they win it, right. then we have to seriously start to talk about them. If New England win it, wins it, then it's business as usual. So you got to go 4-0 before you can be talked about if you're a Dolphin. Well, why not? What, what, when, was the, <laughs> when was the last time they proved themselves to you? When was the last time that the Miami uh, Dolphins as a franchise... Yeah, three weeks? <laughs> yeah, how much more recent do I need? I, you know, I, I can't go back in time. No, I understand that, but like we've talked about in the past on this podcast, that yeah. the franchises you expect and the franchises so you're not surprised. Really be like four and a half? I mean, could it really be seven? No, I think I, we're going on past, you know, but, you know, but the, but reputation. They, but at the same time, the line makers want you to do that. They know if they do it at four and a half, you're going to ignore that game. Seven and a half, you you're looking at that game. That's why you're taking right, it. it. Seven and a half. So you like Miami yeah, plus I'm seven and a half. Yeah, I'm liking the Browns. So the Browns yeah. going to yeah, Oakland because I think Chucky, you know, Chucky Gruden is a relic. I mean, he hasn't been. He's been showing you exactly as you're saying. He hasn't shown you anything otherwise. Um, even in the game against Miami, they had a chance to win it, but they still lost. Um, you know, even that Denver game, they really should have won that game, but just everything falls apart. Part of it is no pass rush, as Gruden has been saying. We're not well, getting at the, the quarterback. Second game of the year, I forget who I think he had. Denver. A, I think Carr had a. Didn't he have a ninety percent um, uh, pass completion? Probably. I think you and might. And they be. lost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that doesn't bode well. So you like yeah. so you like and the, I'm liking the Lions. So you like Browns. So I like the Browns. Yeah. Browns plus two and a half, and you like right. who else? I, I like the Lions in Dallas. Lions in Dallas. Dallas. So the Lions would be getting three. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I yeah, mean, I think those are two teams headed in different directions. I absolutely think so. I mean, the Cowboys. We talk about shells of themselves. I mean, their offensive line is in tatters. I mean, Ellie. It's just. It's almost kind of like how the Patriots look. You've got two big weapons. You yeah. know, in in Dallas's case, I think you can throw in the uh, Seahawks. 
Right, but in Dallas specifically, they've got Elliott, Prescott, and that's about it. Right. Like, their defense is good, but it's not something that you're going to be, ooh, scared. This isn't the doomsday. But I'm thinking, how many years? I've got to go back to Novacek. Yep. And and then you've got to go with the tight end, uh, Witten that just retired. Yeah. You know, how many years do, do those guys supply, you know, the security blanket for the quarterbacks in town? They really did. And now it now it's going to be the struggle to find the next one. In that now, who is the tight end? I don't even know the guy's name. I, I, he, he's he's got a number similar to Witten. <laughs> he must block. He's got, <laughs> but he's got like a number that's one off from Witten. Wasn't Witten the eighty-eight? Yeah. Like what was Witten? He was. Uh, I don't know. We should know. We saw enough of him. I know. Oh, he was eighty-two. I think. I think this tight end's like eighty-three. He's like one number <laughs> off. So like, hey, remember, remember Witten? This is a guy who's yeah. almost like him. Yeah, yeah. So he's a little bit better. He's eighty-three instead of eighty-two. But yeah, so that that's proved a problem, right? Yeah, big time. So you like three road dogs? You like Miami seven and a half, Detroit seven a three and a half? Or th- I'm sorry, three, and you like Cleveland yeah. two and a half? Yeah. Now the question is, which which one do you think could win outright? The Browns. I think the Browns most likely could win outright, but I, I also think the, the line. I think the Lions could absolutely win outright. Um, other inter- other games of note: uh, Rams and Vikings, a possible playoff matchup on the well, Thursday night game. I think that's a great uh, thing because you've got uh, Cousins, who offensive coordinator was McVay, so those guys know each other. They do. They really, really do. Right? Yeah. And the other one, uh, that little um, you know story be inside the story is Amendola. Danny with, Amendola. Uh, yeah. So he's going back to New England. Apparently, he wasn't happy the way things ended up there. I don't know anybody who ever is. No. Well, they. Yeah. So I mean, those revenge games, you know, players, you know, being felt that they were disrespected. So I expect something out of him. Yeah. It it very likely could happen. Moving over no, to no no what? no. What about San Francisco? Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo going down with a torn ACL. He's gone. I mean, yikes. And they're good. Right. And. I mean, I almost had. I would have it takes said, forever to come back from those. But not only that, I would have called them like a surprise team with Garoppolo there. Um, right. But I mean, yeah, I one and think two. We, linked, we did have them as a surprise team. So and everything gets dropped down now. I mean, yeah. Greg and Kittle. Who, who, who is the uh, quarterback? Gafford? No. No, C.J. Beathard. Oh, on, who? On, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, that's a nightmare. Until until <laughs> until they find the backup. Until they find you know some. I mean, they're calling Kaepernick. people. If Kaepernick comes back, um, you know, his uh, Kaepernick's attorney has said, you know, has vaguely get out. Oh, you might hear some news next week. And this was prior to Jimmy G's injury. There are Forty Nine er fans who would like Kaepernick back, but uh, Kyle Shanahan has come out on record saying he doesn't think Kaepernick fits his offense. Take that for what you will. It could be veiled. It could be up front. Oh, he probably doesn't like people that throw wild high. I mean, look, there's a reason. You know, there's a reason why he was. He's available. Yeah, and not just not just. Yeah. Yes, of course, that plays a part of it. And I truly believe that the unfortunate part is is that he ended up being a scapegoat. A black, he was blackballed just because not only just well, because of that reason, but just to make an example out of him, which is unfortunate. Well, on his NFL release form, I think it said diminished skills. 
All I'm saying is he he he. Uh, I think he was drafted by the Giant. I, I forget who he was drafted by, but for baseball as a shortstop, you know. But he the, was a pitcher. Well, pitcher, but still, I mean, he's got a good enough arm. He could probably right. make it in the major leagues if he wanted to. Speaking of the major leagues, we are coming yeah. down to the final set of games. There's five days left as of this recording. The um, Dodgers are coming alive. Dodgers are big time coming alive, and we have some exciting pennant races. So Boston, the Yankees, and the A's are pretty much in. Um, they're they're going to be in the playoffs. There's almost well, yeah, they're they're going to be in the playoffs. Um, and uh, who else? Milwaukee punched their ticket. Chicago punched their ticket. Atlanta, the Dodgers. So now we're waiting on uh, Houston did as well. So now we're waiting on the excitement that's coming up in the wild card and in the NL Central. A half game separates the Cubs from the Brewers. Um, yeah, the Pirates shocked the Cubs by winning two of those games. Um, and Milwaukee was able to climb up, beating, beating back St. Louis. I mean, St. Louis is on death's doorstep. They're on death's doorstep in terms of the playoffs. Colorado jumped them. Colorado is a half game behind the Dodgers. Great. This is excitement, and they're coming up real close to the end uh, of the season, and it's going to get even closer. Um, if I look at the schedule coming up, you've got – no, that's Friday. So, um, hold on a second. If you look at the schedule coming up, Chicago and St. Louis play each other. So if St. Louis is still around, they'll be playing for a playoff spot. And if not, they can play ultimate spoiler to the Cubs, and we know they hate the Cubs. Right. You've got Yankees and Boston ending the season. That's not – I mean, Oakland – how far back is Oakland? Oakland is two and a half games back. So so long as they don't, you know, so long as nothing happens, Red Sox can play spoiler to the Yankees not being able to host in New York. There you go. You've got the Rockies taking on the Nationals. You know, the Rockies, barring anything, should be able to take them on. The Dodgers, go to, Dodgers go to San Francisco. San Francisco hates the Dodgers, so that'll be a good matchup. <laughs> And then where's Milwaukee? Milwaukee is going to be taking on Detroit. So really, I mean, the Brewers should be able to walk over the Tigers. So I think the Cardinals, you got to watch the Cardinals-Cubs series to see if Cardinals are going to play spoiler. And you got to watch the Dodgers-Giants to make sure that the Giants either don't go lax. or they They'll go away tra- quietly? I don't think the Giants will go away quietly. I mean, they've had a, they've just had a terrible season, but this is their chance to get over it. And um, you know, Tampa Bay is going to be a hard out for the Yank- for the Yankees these next two games. I mean, right. not only the Rays play well against the Yankees, but they're going to try and, and and hit them where it hurts. And how about David Wright's career coming to an end? So we uh, will be at the final game of Wright's career Sunday. Uh, but will he play? Eight. My understanding is he is starting on the last but day. I, but Saturday is David Wright Day. Right, it's it's David Wright Day. But my understanding is he wants they want to start him on the final day of the season. Yes, the, the David Wright Day is the Saturday to celebrate. But um, he's, which means he'll start. Yeah, he'll start that day. But I think they also want him 
to okay, start. Right, well, we do. I mean, otherwise, what are we going to see him throw out the uh, first pitch and leave? Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I hope not. I mean, look. Exactly. I mean, it, it was an easy way to get the tickets. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Somebody was very nice to, to do that. But Perfect. Uh, let's see. I'm looking quickly looking up some articles just to make sure that it makes sense about me. So, yeah. But Wright will then join in uh, the front office. Um, really? Yeah. He's pretty much going to be in the front office next season in some capacity. Look, he loves the Mets. The Mets, you know, ownership aside, do love him. Yeah, I don't know what his skill set is. Uh, you know, he could be a scout. He could be help with player development. He could be, you know, whatever you whatever you want to call it. It's not as if, and he could even be like a future, an assistant to the assistant GM or something. Hmm. You know, and also speaking of GMs, uh, you know, the Mets, uh, speaking of the Mets and GMs, Ron Darling there, um, one of their uh, television announcers apparently has interest in being the GM, but then that would he be great. right. But then he went out and he was like, he actually reneged on that. He's like, actually, no, I I think I meant that as a joke. No, so we'll but see. Isn't he from Harvard? Yeah, he's Harvard educated. Um, no, he's from Yale. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, he actually because um, I was looking up, they had a story about him. He pitched one of the great college World Series games against Frank Viola and, uh, I forget who Viola, oh, St. John's. Yeah. And, uh, like, they they both went, like, uh, who is it? Darling had a no-hitter through eight, but then mm-hmm. uh, Viola won it in the 11th, something mm-hmm. like that. So, so yeah, baseball's coming up to the end. J- uh, Jacob deGrom going for what would be his 25th consecutive um, quality start, which is... Just unbelievable. Unheard of. Unheard of. He's going for his 15th. He's going to pitch his 15th game in City Field this season. He has a record of 3-8, and eight, but with an ERA of 1.66. Oh, that's so sad, isn't it? I mean, if the Mets had a 500 spring, if, or mm-hmm. a, a May, if their May was like 500, they'd actually yeah. be in this race. Yeah. It's really, Nightmare. it's absolutely, I mean... Terrible, and all I can say is I have high hopes for the neck for for next season. Yeah, well, we always do. Oh, and their June was terrible. They only had five wins in the month of June. My God, <laughs> that's horrible. That's ugh. Yeah, okay. I'm so, something else. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, uh, Tiger Woods won his first major in years. Um, people are going crazy about it. Well, I mean, look, he came back. Look, I mean, the sport needs him. Of course, the sport needs him. It's it, the sport would be uninteresting without him. It would go back right. to. I mean, he's a unique character in that, not only because of his background, but he's redeemed himself in the public eye. Yeah, to an extent. I mean, so, Amer- Americans love that part. Well, you know, we, we everybody says we love a good comeback story, but, right. you know, I mean, this is one, like, it, it almost was sad just to see him try to come back and just nothing was going right. And then he actually, he was looking pretty good this season. And yeah. he was doing very well. Very sharp. Yeah. Now nobody will watch that Vegas thing on Thanksgiving. With him <laughs> and Mickelson. Well, oh, no, I think people are still going to want to watch that. 
They yeah. want to see him kill him. Yeah. They're going to want to see him try. They're absolutely, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, moving over to college football this week, a couple of big upsets. Um, you had, you had, Oak, was it, Oak, not Oklahoma. Um, Nebraska? Well, Nebraska is just terrible there. Absolutely. It, 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 it's, you can't believe it's Nebraska. Yeah, it's true. Um, How the mighty have fallen. Yes, absolutely. Now, who are you talking about? Oh, gosh, what was the big one that lost? Um, Grr, I'm trying to look for it real quick. Well, I mean, Stanford beat Oregon 38-31, so Stanford mm. jumped up. Uh, oh, TCU. TCU was the one that took the big hit. The uh, Horn Frogs? Yeah, they lost to Texas 31-16. to Texas, right, football in Texas, that's serious business. That is, especially there. Um. Yeah, those were the big ones that really stood out that you saw. Um, Notre Dame's better than people thought. I mean, yeah. And yeah, and they've got a big game this week. I mean, talk about this. So number seven, Stanford, is is at number eight, Notre Dame. So this is yeah. big. That's a really big sure. one. Ohio State at, so number four, Ohio State at uh, number nine, Penn State University. So that's going to be a big one at Penn State. Um, sure. What's oh, the other one? Uh, yeah, um, and of course, then, then, and then there's Alabama, and then there's Alabama, and nobody, who can stop Alabama? I don't believe. I in... think the betting line is forty nine points this week. Well, they're playing at they're playing uh, U uh, University of Louisiana Lafayette. Right. Let me so check. They're, they're hired punching bag. Uh, pretty much, like you're in this, you know, you're in this next state over. Why don't Why do we play? No, that'd be a terrible idea. Let me look at that line really quickly. I'm sure it's going. Yet yeah, Alabama minus forty eight. Woo! That's bizarre. Right. And uh, and what do you think the final score will be? Sixty to three. Probably no. It'll be forty forty nine to nothing. <laughs> like just <laughs> over, just over. They'll cover. Right. And their quarterback. They're uh, now starting quarterback, and they put um, Jalen Hurts pretty much on the bench. Although they're not, they're keeping both. Yeah, right. right. As soon as as soon as the season's over, Jalen Hurts is going to transfer out. But uh, <laughs> I apologize for the name Tau. Um, Tau. Uh, let me go with that because Tau. I'm. It's a very difficult last name. I don't want to do him a disservice. So, uh, Tau. Uh, who's why? But he's in the. He's pretty much the front runner for the. For the Heisman, and he's barely doing anything. Not that he has is having a bad season, but these are blowouts, and he just has to hand the ball off. I mean, <laughs> no, but so far, oh, he's got a 72, yeah. 72.5% completion percentage, which is good. 1,000 yards already, 12 touchdowns, no interceptions, but, you know, he hasn't had to cha- He hasn't had a challenge yet, and he's probably not going to have No, he's not going to have a challenge for a while, so. Yeah. That's Alabama football. Yeah, it really is. But, you know, again, I, I'm not going to trust Georgia until I see it. And Georgia's looking really good. You know, Clemson, Ohio State round out the top four. Uh, could those teams beat Alabama in a playoff? Sure. Anything's um, possible. Anything's possible, but it just it seems less and less likely. And, look, if LSU can stay strong near the end of the season, you know, um, when they face Alabama later this season, that'll be big. And then if Auburn, I mean, Auburn's at number 10 right now. If they stay strong, maybe. 
you know, the Iron Bowl yeah, at the end of the season. Stretch. Yeah, of course, but, you know, we'll get there. Okay. All right. Well, Dad, thanks very much for joining me this week. Oh, absolutely. It's fun. All right. Appreciate it. And everybody else, enjoy the games. Andrew, take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also, visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com.